Let's uh, talk entertainment now, looking at what's happened during the week in terms of our entertainment news. Joining us is our Pesti Rifue Litsua, entertainment and lifestyle commentator. Pesti, we're not young, Jolela, and I'm going to call cheaters on you because you leave me destitute and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not laughing, Pesti. Yes, I'm not laughing. You know, like I feel like we are in a country where when we respond to things, humor. It's all as is, is a, like as a comfort. So, Bestie, you know what? I'm here. You know when you said the name Bestie, I started doing a little dance with my chair. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> you know? <laughs> God, I'm good. Thank you very much. And it's going to be a happy one. The weather's already great. It is. It is. It is. But it was really hot yesterday. I don't know if I'm the only one that struggled through that heat yesterday. I was like, no way, Scott. Where's the rain? Yeah, ne? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does balance itself out in, in some ways because this morning was a little bit cooler. So, yeah. Okay, good. So today we're starting with Alec Baldwin. Hey, shame this guy. He's going through the most, isn't he? I know, right? So Ooh. so what is he saying now? He's talking on, I mean, oh, we know what happened when uh, somebody hey. was fatally shot uh, by, oh, that was a, cine- a cinematographer, uh, by mm. him on the set of his latest movie with a gun, which was somehow loaded with a live bullet and the yeah. investigations continue there. But what is he saying now? Bestie, like you say, oh, Alec is going through the most. Oh, yeah, you know when that saying is used that yeah, this man is going through a lot. So this mm. um, situation is still under investigation. You gave a bit of um, a background. So again, he, he um, the, the cinematographer died and the director was injured, right? Mm. So what had been happening, Bestie? You know, when I'm, I was playing CSI, you know, you need to just play CSI so that we can put the pieces of the puzzle yeah. together, even if they are still incomplete. So people, the production, the crew in production were very unhappy of the working conditions mm-hmm. of um, the set. I get it, he's shooting a movie called Rust. He's also, I think he's one of the executive producers. He's also acting in it. So there was a time where there was no crew, and then there was a time where they got a cheaper crew um, who was willing to work in those conditions. Because conditions, the money was bad, the treatment was bad, so it wasn't amazing. That's mm. what they say, right? So that day, actually a few hours before the incident happened, the crew went on strike. Mm. They were like, "Poof down at the seven, that's fun. And then they decided to get another crew. So they got a junior person, the way I understood, to carry on with um, the the gun situation. Like, you know, you need to test the gun, make sure there are no live bullets in it. And then there's a saying they use on set saying, Cold gun. Cold gun means no, these are dummy bullets. So he is mm-hmm. saying that um, the assistant that came through said that, for a, hey, it's a cold gun. So obviously if I say, no, Asanda, this is safe, you can use it. So it wasn't safe of his No, Unfortunately, people, a uh, person died, people got injured. And he is saying we need to bring cops on set. And the production needs to pay for this so that there is... Um, a, a more guarantee of a gun safety because they were under the impression and this was safe because the person before the strike, before going to strike, he had made sure, well, they say, he had made sure that um, the guns were loaded with dummy um, bullets. It was safe. And mm. they had a rehearsal with the same gun, you see. Mm. They had a rehearsal apparently with the same gun. It was fine. I don't know at which point the same gun had real ammunition, you know, this is and weird. I, this is so it's, it's weird. It's strange, right? And for me, it's getting more and more. Because I remember watching a video of his 
um, it was a few days before where he was like, people of Mexico, you know how he said, people of Mexico, if you're unhappy, we need a strike. People of Mexico, we need to be taken seriously. I say do it. I say do it. I said that's what he said in the video. So he's very, you know, he's very what, what, Where was he in the video? What was happening there? No, no, he was just sitting in a room. And he, it looked like it was, it was his hotel room. Because there's another video there. that was also uh, published in, mm. in one of the entertainment television shows where he's with, yeah, I yeah. don't know if it's, it's her, his partner or a wife, uh-huh. Um, and I think people were asking him questions and they were also just videorizing him as he was responding mm-hmm. and the wife was trying to step in to say to him that please don't don't respond and then addressing those people who were taking videos to say, mm-hmm. please don't ask him questions. You guys know that this is under investigation. This so was, so yeah, people are looking at opportunities yeah, to hear from him. Are. Do you no, think he should I, be speaking? I think you should just keep quiet for now, for now, until everything is done because yes, when sometimes you say something and it will be interpreted in a different way. But that time, like, the sun is shining. You don't know best, he said. Mm. It's hot in Johannesburg for the whole week. That time, like, the sun is shining. So I think because it's a very, 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 very sensitive issue and situation, he just needs to get his legal team to speak, you know. And, mm. you know, with the legal team, they know what to say. Because right now, it's, everyone is a suspect. <laughs> everyone is a suspect. Because right now, this person is saying this because, I mean, I was reading up um, on one of the witnesses saying this is what happened. This is how bad the situation was. We were striking. We were hungry. We were working long hours. We were not given our rates. And but also, the, how does live ammunition even make its way on a, a thingy? My question. A movie set. I don't even know. It shouldn't even be on a set because as far as I know, like, I don't... You're supposed to have dumb, dummy um, bullets. You're supposed to test it out to make sure. You're supposed to shoot somewhere outside safe to show people that actually this is not a real gun. So I don't know where this gun... No one seems to know. We'll only find out the truth once um, this investigation is over. Mm. It has happened before also with uh, mm. Bruce Lee's son and the set of... Uh, was it the cr- The Crow? Yeah, I think it was The Crow, the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, th- that was, you know, it, it ended in tragedy and Bruce Lee's son uh, passed away. Was it? But, yeah, uh, Bruce Lee's son, not Jet Li, ne? Yeah, so it's happened yeah, before. And then like, before that also, it, yeah. earlier in, in Hollywood Times, another yeah. actor, uh, where the, the gun was supposed to have been checked. Somebody said they yeah. checked it, but then... So but this would be the third guns. incident that we know of that didn't result well. What do you think police will do if police are on, on set? I mean, if a gun fires off accidentally yeah. and, and injures and kills somebody, mm. what can a police officer do in that, in that moment? It, it happens very quickly. Mm, mm, mm. And people don't even realize what just happened, right? Mm. I don't know, bringing a police officer on, um, to be on duty, maybe people will feel safer. Maybe people will be able to say, no, it's an it's a, um, uh, official of the law. He knows how to handle guns. He's definitely double-checked it or triple-checked it. Because I don't know how many checks they do to say, is this still the same gun or are we taking this for granted that um, so-and-so said um, a cold gun, you know, because they... And apparently, like, when I was reading through, uh, people were saying, but they didn't really have a proper gun expert. You know, you need to have someone that deals with these guns that that knows where they put the guns and whatever, whatever. They didn't have that. So it, it, it felt like anyone's game today... Bessie's got the gun tomorrow. The other Bessie's got the gun. And mm. it, it, it wasn't, it was, I just found it to be really messy that if your department, Bessie, is to deal with ammunition, you have to do it. It's your department. You can't just be like, 
Oh, no, I checked it yesterday. Anything can happen. Maybe it's, maybe it's sabotage. We don't know how to, you know, because it doesn't make sense to, if it was cold just a few um, hours or 30 minutes ago, whatever time um, went by, we we shot and fine. We had that scene. Let's do that scene again. When did the police now jump into that gun? So for me, I need to hear what happened, guys. Uh, and I really pray for the families that have been um, affected and involved. Because I mean, this is this is not a. It's not easy. And that's the it's thing for those families. It's not easy. And the sad thing for me is that as much as this is going to be uh, continued in terms of police investigations and authorities do what they need to do and then they'll say whatever they need to say in terms of statements, Haliana Hutchins' life is not going to come back. And then yep. that family is going to be dealing with this forever. Yep. That She's is the sad thing back. for me. Let's talk yes. uh, M- Missy Elliott now. Hashtag her. Yes. I didn't even, first of all, I didn't even know she's 50 already. <laughs> How? That means we are old. She looks so good. She looks good. She does. So this four-time Grammy winner, she's got now a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. That was Mm -hmm. amazing. I think she deserves that. Tell us us about this. Woo, Missy Ellis, get your freaking on now. I love that woman. Um, You know what? Um, Missy is one of those people that you, you... When I think of her, I think of staying power. I think about... I mean, it's 2021, she's still relevant mm. for me because a lot of MCs, female MCs, still look up to her. I mean, Lizzo still looks up to her. Ciara looks up to her. Nocardi also looks up to her and say, you know what? This is the GOAT, you know? So, like you said, she got um, an award finally. She says she's been waiting for this award for 20 years. Mm. She said one time she was walking down um, that lane there with the stars on the floor and she was like, you know what? One day is one day she's a papa. And she was just saying, you know, she's so thankful. She's a woman of faith. She's so thankful to God for this because it took faith to get her where she is. I mean, there was a time when Missy was sick and she had to stop doing music. There was a time she got depressed. There was a time where she was like questioning, am I still relevant in this music? I mean, you know, like well, now there's like different types of music and hip hop is not the same as it was before. Mm. So now it's like, hey, is this really hip hop or what? Anyway. Music changes, music evolves, um, and it transcends what? Um, generations. So she was just saying, thank you, God. Thank you that you've carried me through this. Thank you to my supporters, to my friends. She thanked her mother. She was like, thank you, Patricia. Thank you so much, because that's her mom's name. And she was also thanking um, U Timberland. I mean, Timberland has been her producer for forever. Yeah, well, they they did they did the most. I mean, they changed yeah. the game really. The yeah. sound that Timberland came with at the time was unheard of, and uh, as yeah. you say, it's it's timeless. It's gonna go on. But mm. I'm just sad that she would feel that she didn't have that much of a contribution yeah. to music, even when the genre like has evolved. I mean, she was really big in the industry. She should know that. But I think sometimes um, with creators, um, uh, creatives forget, you know, that they they've really given so much. I mean, she, this woman, we, like, if you looked at her videos, if you looked at her music, there was also, like, there was always like, yo, I wonder what video, what, how the video is going to look to the song. You know, there was always like, oh, outfits, choreography. Mm. So I think she just felt like maybe it was time to sort of throw in the towel and be like, I'm out, guys, bye-bye. But I'm just glad she didn't. And she's mentoring, I believe, so she's mentoring a lot of people. And I, I follow her on the gram. And yeah. I'm like, you're busy. You know? And unfortunately, I, I Timberland, her longtime producer, couldn't be there, he man. Couldn't, he couldn't, oh, no. He couldn't. I wonder but why. He was there in spirit. Maybe, you yeah. know, but yeah, like, 
But you know what? As long for me, I'm so glad that she gave a shout out to her mom, to Timberland. She gave a shout out to her supporters. And what I liked about her, she's from Virginia. So she was saying, hey, Ilana, situation, the on location, you know? Mm. And she I'd like that. Because a lot of times people sort of forget where they come from. They forget that, hey, they used to eat pop and milk. But she's like, no, I'm still the same girl, a little bit glamorous, but I'm still the same person. So I'm just really happy. She's humble about it. And you know what? She deserves more and more because she is the one. She's a legend. <laughs> and she must stay with the tracksuit and the sneakers. We love her, the way she is, and the big earrings the big and the lovely hairstyles. And, and uh, even with the music, she doesn't need to evolve as music has evolved. No, she can stay with that does. sound. We'll still love and it. And it's perfect, yes, because that sound is... It, it's like seeing Eve, because Eve was influenced by Umisiel. It's like seeing Eve doing a complete transformation when it comes to her music. Like, but we know you as that girl that was part of the Rough Riders. You know, that ghetto, fabulous, hardcore, beautiful, like the thorn amongst, the rose amongst the thorns, you know? Mm. So please, let's keep it. We still love that music. I mean, I still yeah. to Missy's music. I'm like, yes, that's my alter ego on certain days, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I we guess it, it does also speak to the human side of our artists. As much as we put them on pedestals, they are still be people. They've got feelings. They have insecurities. Uh, but uh, Missy, uh, uh, no, girl, please stop being insecure. We we love you very much. And maybe we need to, in this era of social media, keep reminding our legends of how amazing they are. They they need to be reminded. Clearly, they forget sometimes. Let's come home now. Talking Lyra. And uh, she's talking about putting in the effort to stay relevant. Here's another one also. Who's, I mean, she's paid her dues, but she's also feeling like, hey, maybe I'm not so relevant as the world is changing. What is she doing about it? Okay, so, you know, I think one day, Desi, me and you must just sit down with some of these legends and actually ask them, what is it that makes you feel like you've not given enough? Or what makes you criticize yourself so much because I see a trend here where you're like, but you are amazing. We look up to you and then they're like, I actually no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. So Umam Lira was saying that, you know what, um, she's really been reflecting over her. I mean, she's been in the industry for like 18 plus years. Mm. And I mean, this lady moved from, who's that girl, to international star. She had her own documentary series. Um you know, with her music, her music speaks to you, even if you're not a fan, but the message, for me, it, it, it's always the genuine message that comes from that song. You're like, wow, I needed to hear that. So she was just speaking about how uh, things over the years have changed. I mean, she was saying, as an artist also, it's easy to get uh, depressed because, I mean, she's like, the whole change started with the digital era. Mm. You know, where now, like, to pay, like, for instance, 50 rand to stream, let's say, 50 million songs. Um, for instance, and you must also think from that 50 and how much do artists get? They're not going to get much, mm. you know what I'm saying? So she was saying that it started then. I mean, it was a good thing. I mean, your your music is getting more out, out there. It's becoming international. People can access you um, via the digital waves. But also the thing is that that also affected them money-wise. So she said she that changed the way that artists um, live their lives. Because, you know, you, you, I mean, it's amazing to sell your CD, you know, your physical CD, you know, the money, is, uh, more money will come to you. So she was saying that's when she, had, she realized that she had to con- continuously adapt. And so yeah. she was like... She so had the so this is where you see a lot of artists wearing different hats. Now you see them acting mm-hmm. and presenting because they really have to put the bread on the table. They're really that not making much if they just focus on the one 
And it's sad because they should be able to focus on the one craft and gift they have of singing and songwriting. But they're having to do other things. What do you think then should be the thing that uh, artists bear in mind in this new digital era? Should they do more live performances? Should they have ownerships of some of these streaming companies? What should they do? I think artists need to, and I'm not saying they don't already, but I'm, this is what I think. I think they need to be more open-minded and move with the change. I know sometimes change is not amazing. So I think they also need to find ways to empower themselves through this change. Like you say, I mean, that's an amazing idea to actually have a share if it's possible, when it's possible. I know it's not as satisfying as I'm making it sound in these um, music platforms. Do more lives. Do stuff that will will generate um, your gift more. I don't know how to put it, but mm-hmm. to help you increase first your, your gift. Because, I mean, like music now, I mean, we love music. And music, we saw, especially with COVID, music kept us going. I mean, music, film, um, that kept us going through the hard times and the dark times. So I think artists also need to remember that, you know, things change. And sometimes we're not prepared emotionally, mentally um, for the change, but this is where we're at now. So we, because it's your livelihood, I mean, all our livelihoods change from time to time, but mm. this is a livelihood that you need to say, how can I continue with this, but from a point of empowerment, yeah. you know, and find out as much as you can. I know it, change is not amazing. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It's not easy, but I think they need to also just see what can we do. And also I think we also need, as, as consumers of music, we also need to do the right thing and support artists. I mean, you can't be downloading something on some random website, um, some illegal website. That, that doesn't, you, you say you're a fan of this person, but when you're a fan, you also need to think holistic and say, you know what, let me go buy this CD or buy this song on whatever um, musical platform there is, for instance, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hope I'm making sense because I... I love my artists, so we must protect that. We need to, and, and definitely support them. But also, I mean, we can't move away from the fact that we are in a digitized community. That's what we, we live in now. So we just have to adjust, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> just look at other ways. I think we're going to have to be more entrepreneurial in our creative spaces now. Yeah. It's no longer it's just time. being creative and the gifts that you have. Yes, they're great, but yeah. uh, we need to get more entrepreneurial. Yeah, it needs to be. it needs to be more holistic because, I mean... We need to learn the ins and outs of whatever business you're in. Whether you are a painter, you need to have a holistic and sort of 360 sort of vibe in terms of, okay, I know how to do this, I know how to do this. If that fails, you know, you must constantly think, you must constantly troubleshoot when it Mm. comes to your career or whatever. That's what I think should happen. Yeah. And that's exactly what Makazi is doing. Makazi is just announcing that she's now uh, partnering with a fitness brand they uh-huh. are Kicks Sportswear. They are a top athletics shoes and accessories retailer. How did this come about? I can see how this would suit her when she's performing on stage. I mean, she does literally aerobics, eh? You, 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 you. I saw her last performance. I think it was in um, Malawi when she put it on the grass. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was on that stage. At, you know, if that stage could talk, it would be say, hey, I'm burning, please consume me. <laughs> She's just on fire, that girl. And I she love is. it. I love how this girl, you know, people have been hating on her. You know this one. Yeah, you know, we spoke about it when her. they were saying that uh, there's a photograph of uh, that mm. was circulating that wasn't flattering and they were mm. blaming her for it, yeah. Yes. So, but what I like about her, she doesn't really comment about these things. Hey, hey, you look like this. Hey, hey. 
girl, her, her comebacks are like, also my, because you said, like, actually, we spoke about the kicks. This is a 120 million deal. Mm. It's, it's a lot of money. It's not too rent. It's, it's money. And that's her comebacks like, bam. Also, I'm in business. Bam. Also, I'm an ambassador. Bam. You know, she, she's that girl. Like, she kills them with the silence and, let me, I'll show you my action. So what I like about this, this is um, going to not just empower her, but it's going to empower other people, you know. Um, yeah. So she's, this is, she's like, you know what, she's going to, she's fighting to get out of um, poverty because, I mean, you know, she, she comes from a very humble background, you know, like the kind of background where it's, it's just so sad. But I'm glad that she's made those um, lessons, the stones that have been thrown at her, and she's built a mansion and an empire from those stones, Bessie. So I'm very proud of her, and she's just really so excited, man. And also, I've, I've met my cat. Humble! Yeah. Humble! She's funny. She's, you know, she's like, no, anything you want to say. Oh, sorry, I'm running late, but I'm coming. So for me, I'm very proud of her. And, you know, I, I, some of her celebrity friends were like, you know what, girl? You are the girl that you think you are. Yeah. Congratulations. Because this is big. This is because is a lot big. of people... Continue to hate on her. Continue to Thanks hate on her. Girl. That girl is making boss moves. It's fine. Whatever. My cousin will live her life. So I'm, I'm proud of her. And I know there will be definitely other um, announcements she'll make. Because look, girl keeps banning us. Bam! Here's she dreamt of being a millionaire and she's a multi-millionaire. Look at God. I mean, look at this. Look I mean, this is an amazing God. story. Let's I'm talk how home. it comes to now the companies that sign out these deals for celebrities mm. because now they might feel that you know the celebrities are on the receiving end but not really mm. it should be a partnership do you think that these brands look at it like that and they don't exploit our artists i think um some brands look at it like that some brands do exploit the artists especially when they feel like the artist is just screwed up and doesn't know what's happening there but mm. i feel like makati has got a very strong team behind her and she herself is she's pop up you know she's got that i can see what you're doing kind of vibe so i think that's when the companies will take advantage when you don't know legal terms and you don't have a team when you just see hey i'm being paid five million and you don't know actually what's coming to you is half a million this is going there this is going there so i think um if you've got a good management team behind you that will say yeah we can hear it's 1.2 whatever but where is this? Is, is this what she's taking home? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what are we getting from it? Because I need to they obviously have to get a share. And is it fair for them? And how long is this deal? Am, am I going to be paid for being on merchandise? My face being on merchandise? What, what's what's going to happen? Because there's a lot of legal, legalities, that's the word, legalities yeah. around something like this. So you always have to be informed. I'm going to be happy. I'm popular. But you also need to see... Okay, make so sure the the yeah the the contractual obligations make sense and they align. Yeah, Let's talk and 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 Malinga now. And Malinga is the wife of the late Robbie Malinga, the oh. uh, legendary uh, South African musician. So she has unveiled a book to mark the legend's fifty third heavenly birthday. Talk to us about mm. this. I like this. Uh, um, so this week, Robbie Malinga, God rest his soul, was turning fifty three in heaven. Um, so, you know, Gary, while he was sick, I don't know if you know, while he was sick, he started writing a book about 
himself about how he started um, with music, who he groomed, mm. and my life lessons. And then as he started getting sick, very sick, he couldn't write. So um, the book was just halted for a little bit. And then so and just decided, you know, as a tribute to my husband, you know, to my best friend, let me continue the book. So she wrote from a perspective of um, the widow mm-hmm. and how, you know, she needs to carry on with the kids. She wrote about the children. And for me, I think this is a very beautiful gesture, you know, like, let me finish what my husband couldn't finish. Let me finish or carry on his legacy. You know, I, I, I love when people write books and you find out things that you're like, oh, I didn't know that Bestie does yoga or she loves singing, go karaoke, you know. Yeah. It, 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 it makes them relatable. Yes. You know, I, I love when our stars, we can relate to them like, oh, my Robbie used to like going to Shisanyama. Oh, that was his thing. So it can't always just be pedestal, pedestal, because she speaks intensively about how he got sick and how he was struggling. You know, he felt like he was failing them, you know, like as a as as a, the head of the house, you know, feel like they're failing and they're taking care of him. And so, you know, so I just think it's just a beautiful gesture. She had a launch this week, and I think it is really beautiful. Okay, so the book and is done. It's It's ready. Yeah, the book is ready, so you can order it online. Um, I know some people that already have the book. Um, so okay. it's out there. It's a view, it's a nice cover. It's a gray, um, the black and white cover. Babu always there in his shades. Look, you know he used to love his big shades. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Like I've never not seen him with shades. Like I don't ever know how. I don't even. Yeah, he loves his shades. So I just think this is beautiful. And and I think Anne is. It's nice to see also spouses coming out and speaking. You know, positive mm. things and. It mustn't be, oh, shame, the widow. No, she, she's also coming from an empowered uh, perspective. Mm, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. great. Okay. Uh, Bafana Bafana's game last night, we won. And uh, St. Nancy Banks in the trend <laughs> saying, uh, congratulations to Bafana Bafana. Did you watch? No. <laughs> okay, but at least you know I we won. So <laughs> what do you that's think? You, know, you don't care. That's it. I don't know. No, not that I don't care. No, 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 no. Not that I don't care. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. See, Bafana Bafana for me, I, you know, during the World Cup, like, I am not really a soccer person, but during the World Cup, I tried as much to watch um, the game. Mm. But like, watching them sometimes gave me heart palpitations. <laughs> I and think it does for all of us. Before we even <laughs> watch the game, when we hear yeah, they playing. On Wednesday, we couldn't sleep properly. <laughs> so I'd rather not. You know, I'd rather not. I'd rather hear telling me no it's fine they want it's After. fine so i yeah. couldn't and i know it's all i know there's a lot that uh, goes into soccer and all of that stuff so for me i just thought you know what guys it's fine um you guys will phone me when you win but on the best but yeah. eat that kind of vibe <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway saying lazy banks just saying that uh, we need to score two more goals when we play ghana on sunday oh, this thing of scoring one goal is a bit scary eh Thanks, St. Nancy there. Thanks. Good morning, fam. In Midland. Okay. Have a happy Friday and have enjoy, uh, enjoy the weekend. I'm sure it's going to be a busy one for you. I hope so. Let's make this morning. Get the moolah. Hey, we need to. December is here now. now. In fact, January will be here now now for some of us. We're going to have to buy stationery. Some, some parents or uh, some of us who are parents will have to adult seriously in Jan. So let's work. Let's work, work, work. It is well. It is well with us. So let's work and make that, make sure that they actually live my life and hydrate.
and moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Nice and beautiful. Absolutely. So we're moisturizing, <laughs> getting hydrated, and minding other people's business. Come on! Thank you. Great stuff. Rifuel, it's our entertainment and lifestyle commentator discussing our weekly update on entertainment news. Okay, so we've read your message there, St. Nazi, in terms of what you think of the match from yesterday. I guess other family members can also weigh in. You're saying we need two goals, not one. It's scaling it too thin. In uh, when we play Ghana on Sunday, let's do better. But we did well. So you're saying congratulations. Let's play a voice note. <laughs> 